Hey, this is Anne. And this is Kat. Welcome to season two of Privileged Dating. We had so much fun with season one, we wanted to pick up again, and I brought my friend here, Kat, from work, and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. Hey, um, I'm Kat, and I'm a tech executive, uh, divorced, three kids, and I've been doing the dating apps for about two years now. And how's that going? Um... It's going. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, like I said, Kat and I met at work, and we instantly hit it off, and we figured out that, hey, we are both in the same stage of life. We're both single. We both have kids. Kat has three, one more than me. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are here to talk about our experiences. So let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about the kinds of men that we have met on dating apps. And sort of our observations and commentary about that. Oh, this will be fun because I (laughs) definitely have some funny stories. Okay, so what kind of guys have you been meeting and how is that going? So I first started on Hinge, which I like that on Hinge you could see occupation like first and foremost. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm like you and I put a lot of value into someone's career and what their profession is because I'm really looking for someone that I consider to be my equal. Yeah. And I'm sure that's hard for you to find. Oh, you're <laughs> sweet. But, um, it is, but it, just like you, it is highly important to me. Okay. Um, so it became a filter of, of sorts for me on Hinge and I, I guess I gravitated initially to doctors because if I saw that they were a doctor, I was like, okay, well they're definitely focused. So how many doctors have you dated? Ugh. Four. Four doctors? Four doctors. That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> and yes. why doctors? Why not like lawyers or I, well, software I, engineers? I don't know. I had a four-year relationship with a, a lawyer, so uh, okay. there's that. <laughs> You're like, I've been there, done that, and, and, and I'm I, done with doctors. And I'm lawyers. new to, and I feel like I'm new to dating. I mean, here's a funny story. So the lawyer I ended up dating... Yes. was the divorce attorney I went to to initiate my divorce from my marriage. This is the four-year relationship that you were in? That is correct. Before we met, okay. So I my for my first husband, I met him. He was my first boyfriend. I met when I was 17. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> and I, I, I'm so happy I have my children. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, almost 13, 14 years later, it was just not a good or healthy marriage. Um, won it out. The first guy I called, I mean, I knew who he was and he had a reputation for being kind of a bulldog attorney. Mm-hmm. And so I um, went to talk to him, and next thing I know, we're still talking. He had actually referred me to a different attorney because he knew that I was going to have to litigate this stuff. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to be a simple separation agreement. And, um, yeah, we kept talking, and next thing I know, we're in a four-year relationship. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. So so that was good, but ended. Yes, it was good. Long story short about him was that he was just a lot older than me. He was like... 30 years older he, than you. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 30 that's a years lot. Older that's a huge me. age gap. And it got worse like, the older I got. <laughs> oh, no. And the older he got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it just wasn't a long-term sustainable thing. Yeah, but it sounds like he was there and supportive throughout your divorce, which was probably what you needed. It was. He was absolutely what I needed at that time. At the time. Right. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so in the past year, you've been online, dating, mm-hmm. 
dating is a whole new world now. Mm -hmm. It's completely different and transformed by the internet and all these apps. So tell us about, you said that you've dated four doctors. Um, Do you see any commonality between the doctors or any interesting observations? Um, I feel like they're all a little strange, actually. Strange. Strange. Okay. Yeah. And I'm around a lot of, I'm in tech, so I'm around a lot of engineers. Um, Who are also strange. I don't know. I don't find it the same level of strange, though. And maybe it's just because I don't work a lot around a lot of healthcare professionals, and maybe it's just I don't because either. it's a new, new profession to me. I I don't know. Okay. Um. So yeah, I can't really find a, a com- something. Well, give us an example. Like, what's happened that made you think that these guys were strange? These doctors specifically were strange. Um, well, the first guy uh, that I started dating, I, he, he seemed really promising to me at first. Um, he, I'm, I'm just going to call him the radiologist. Okay. So the radiologist, um, we started texting initially. Um, he was funny and quirky. We go on the first date, have an amazing first date. Sounds good. Um, kiss after the first date. Great. He can't wait to meet again. We yeah. meet like two days later. Mm-hmm. Um, goes great again. Next thing he, he wants to make, uh, he was Italian. So he wanted to make pasta at his house. Nice, smooth, smooth Yeah. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth move. It's like an invitation for a hookup. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was so sweet, and it was great. And um, when I was around him, and we were one-on-one on person, everything was wonderful. And he just seemed absolutely perfect. Okay. Where it went, I guess, wrong uh-huh. is when he, when he was gone, he was gone. Like, just completely disengaged. Oh, really? Yes. Did he have a girlfriend, or was he still married to his ex? Or I like, think he why was, was he so unavailable? I think he was emotionally married to his, his ex-wife. Oh. I, like, a good example of this was she would call a lot, and they would talk a lot on the phone, like if she had a bad day. Or um, at the time, I actually qualified this as being sweet and endearing. Mm-hmm. But he that would, he still cared about his ex? Uh, that and like for uh, uh, here's another good example. He would go often to his ex-wife's house, make the family dinner, have family dinner together, and do family game night after that with his ex-wife, so... and then come home and meet me after. That's so weird. It was it, looking back again. I thought it was sweet. Yeah. But now that I look back at it, I think and and knowing. So long story short, fast forward, he broke up with me through a text. <laughs> And he and he basically just said, "Look, um, I'm not ready for this. You're wonderful. You're great, but I'm just not ready for a relationship with anyone at this point." Yeah, he was not ready because he was already in a relationship with his ex. It seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my theories about divorce is that you know when two people get married, they get married with the intention of staying together forever, right? And it's not until or unless something you know bad happens or there's been a, a prolonged period of negativity that the people decide that they want to divorce. Sometimes it's one person initiating and pushing for the divorce. Sometimes it's both, whatever. But usually things sour, which is why people get divorced. Exactly. So your whole situation that you're talking about with this radiologist, it makes me wonder, like, why did he even get divorced if he was on such good terms with her and he was hanging out with her? Like, did he ever explain that? I think he... um had an inappropriate relationship with one of the nurses he worked with. Oh, he cheated on her. Yeah. (laughs) Or I think he, at the time he thought he loved this other woman, but then they broke up. He left his wife. Yeah. And that was another thing about him. Um, he had this, the, so the woman that I guess, uh, the nurse, she, um, was Iranian 
And so he had her name tattooed on himself. On his body? On his body. So what happened to that relationship? Um, he ended up just saying that he thought she was too young and not mature and... I it was he never really clear. He tattooed her name he on tattooed his body. Her, her name <laughs> and wasn't even married to her or anything. That and is ended up breaking, that's, that is correct. That's like poor judgment. Yeah. So when you ask what I mean by strange, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. <laughs> what about the other three doctors whom you dated in the past year? That's a lot of doctors. <laughs> a doctor every quarter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so the, there was a plastic surgeon who was a nice guy, but we just didn't really hit it off. There was no connection. Okay. No, nothing. So you just went on like a date or two. Yeah. We just went on a few dates. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few dates. And I think we basically, I I basically told him that, you know, I like you. I think you're a great guy, but I'm just not seeing anything here. And as a matter of fact, you know, I've actually been trying to connect Anne to him. Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. To be continued. To be continued. This story. Okay. And then I think the funniest one is actually the dermatologist. Mm. Um, So with the dermatologist, Again, started off great. He seemed perfect. Like, okay. very communicative at the beginning. Very sweet. He had a daughter. Um, you know, thoroughly actually divorced. Actually, <laughs> you know, actually I found out later he wasn't actually divorced. That what? became a problem in the relationship. Um, so that's another topic. Guys who are on dating apps who aren't divorced yet. Like, technically divorced. Yes. Yes. Okay. But acted like... Like, I didn't find this out till. Like after, oh, he wasn't upfront about it. Yeah, it, well, it, I found it out, like, in his mind he was divorced, but not on paper. But I'm like, but that actually matters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, but the funny thing about him was he seemed perfect to me. Okay. In every way. Oh, I met this one. You did meet this one. Okay, I he met came, this guy. The first time we met was, um, he just happened to be at his daughter's uh, lacrosse game right down the street from Anne's house. Yeah. And we, this is at the, the talking stage at the right. very beginning. Right. And I was like, hey, you're literally like two miles away from me. Yeah. So he actually came over. I met him. He, he, did. Does, he did seem nice, normal guy. Not strange. Not was strange. He? I, it, it, the, the strangeness was not apparent until we became intimate. Oh, okay. So we're talking about like physical intimacy. That is correct. Got it. Okay. So what happened with the physical intimacy? <laughs> Do tell. Um, so he talked a big game like through text and okay. it was all and sexting. Yeah, it was sexting and I was quite frankly very excited to do something with him okay. eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but he couldn't get it up. And um, he kept wanting Wait. to please me in other ways, but... Um, he, like, he, you tried different things? The only thing that he could do is he had to only please him. He could please his himself. Oh. But nothing I did would... would get him excited get him excited correct oh my gosh that's so sad so but but this maybe isn't... he's pleasing himself too much yes that, that was good that was where i was going with this because it wasn't like he was an older man and just needed to take some viagra or something right no i actually think that 
he maybe he watched too much porn maybe yeah. or uh for whatever reason but for, apparently his hand was a lot more entertaining than my hand <laughs> or any other part of, of me your body <laughs> okay <laughs> okay got and, it and, okay. And, and it wasn't just a one-time thing like, oh it happened multiple times no you, i you tried because i liked him he okay. was a great guy okay and, and he was like he checked all of the marks okay all of them yeah but this is like a deal breaker to me. <laughs> okay. This is very... So physical intimacy is important to you. To me, like, it's, it has to it be. It has, has to be there. It okay. has to be. Okay. And um, I gave him three chances. <laughs> and, he, and he struck out. <laughs> That's so funny. So did you end up breaking up with him? I broke up with him. Um, and, I, and I even said it for two reasons. Okay. That was the number one reason. Okay. Did you put this in a text message? Is that why? <laughs> You're enumerating it I like did. this? Okay. I did right before Christmas. Okay. Um, and the second thing was the fact that he hadn't actually like had any plans to get a divorce. But that was really more They hadn't canceled. even filed the paperwork? No, and he had no intention to do so That's... either. What? Yeah, I know. Uh, why? Why not? He, I don't know, some kind of estate stuff with his father. I don't know. He wanted to stay married to her. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Okay, so that's three doctors. Mm-hmm. We have one more left. Three doctors. Oh, just a general practitioner. And he was, he was okay. Again, it was kind of like the plastic surgeon. Okay. Just no connection. No, no okay. funny stories there. Okay. But the, the limp guy, I think, was just a, a phenomenon that I think is <laughs> very odd. And I, I wonder how many guys actually have this problem. I don't know. I've never experienced it. So yeah. I can't speak to it. And but. I must say it's kind of demoralizing as a woman. Right. I would imagine to so. be trying so hard <laughs> and <laughs> and getting absolutely nothing in no return. No response. Yes. Yeah, that does suck. Was yeah. he embarrassed? No. What? No. He should be. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So Okay. So So Enough about me and my dating stories. What's going on in your dating life? So I've been in a relationship for the past couple of months, actually like eight months now. Um, And it was great. It's the first serious relationship I've had since I got divorced about almost two years ago now. And he was a super guy, caring and everything. I'm waiting for the butt. (laughs) Yeah. He had not been married before. So at the beginning of a relationship, that was actually a point of contention for me. Like I had issues with that and questioned him about why he hadn't been married. You know, a man of a certain age with certain level of intelligence and looks, you would expect that some girl would have snagged him. Um, but he had good reasons. Well, for... what kind of reasons? Because <laughs> it seems like that's all active choices. They right? are. You're exactly right. They're active choices that one makes. Um, I had a man once tell me who was never married, by the way, that they were, they're not active choices. They're passive choices, which actually <laughs> I think is a better characterization. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he also admitted that like, if a guy isn't married by age like 40 or so, he has actively chosen not to be married. Fair. There are always opportunities to get married if you want. Yeah, any if you're dating a woman, yeah. she wants to get married. That's right. the end game. Right. That's right. So, like, having date. Okay, so what are the reasons why he wasn't married? So he actually said that he, he thought in his 20s and 30s that he did not want marriage. Like, I think he didn't have a great role model 
of what great modeling of what marriage was growing up and um he thought that marriage just wasn't going to be for him it wasn't until his 40s that he changed his mind and then you know eventually we met so well and i think that could actually be not necessarily a red flag because perhaps it gets to a point to where being single for so long makes them ready it's like a trigger yeah maybe yeah he definitely like I've changed my view on guys who haven't been married because of the relationship with him. Like, right. I think that there could be plausible reasons, and you know, one does change and evolve during one's lifetime. Hopefully, of course. Yeah. So we dated, and like I said, it was a good relationship. But ultimately, I think that we were just in very different places. So um, the relationship ended, and so here I am, back to being single, and I am dreading going online to date again. Well, and you've dated, you've had your fair share of doctors too, right? Um, I've been on like maybe a couple of dates with doctors, but I haven't been in a relationship or I haven't dated right. a doctor the way you have. I see. And okay. yeah, and um, a lot of the dating that I did before during season one of Privileged Dating was um, just like these quick one-time dates. I had a lot of first dates during season one and then now that I've had a relationship like I have a better idea for what I want and you know what I'm actually looking for I can see Anne heavily qualifying before she actually (laughs) walks into a restaurant yeah or a bar or wherever it may be right yeah there is there's some vetting that happens (laughs) So yeah, so that's been my experience. Um, for the most part, you know, I, I do try not to waste my time on apps with men before I meet them because I think that texting takes a lot of my time. I don't want to waste my time with people with whom I'm not going to be in any kind of relationship with. So I try to get to the point and I try to talk on the phone and then get to a date very quickly. I totally understand that. And I think that's where we're a lot alike. I'm yeah. like, cut to the chase. I yes. don't need to chit-chat all day. Yes, you are very direct. Let's just meet. <laughs> and and my tactic is I'll give them, I'll say, look, I only have an hour. That way I can have an easy out oh, if okay. I don't like them. Okay. Okay, but going back to the topic of this podcast, the, yes. the types of men that we meet on dating apps. Mm-hmm. Philosophically speaking, are they the right ones? Because one observation that I have recently is I feel like my most quality relationships have actually come out of men that I've met in the wild and not in real dating. life. Yes. Okay. In real life and actually not on dating apps. So do you think that that's because the men on dating apps are somewhat lower quality or because there's something about meeting the guy in real life that makes the relationship with him better for you? Um, I think what it is, is if I meet them in my world, that we have similarities and they have a better understanding of who I am. Okay. And I have a better understanding of who they are. And let's go back to the doctor example. I know nothing about the healthcare industry. Right. And, and likewise, when they hear me talk about my job, they... They act like I'm speaking Greek. <laughs> um, so it, it's. I think it creates kind of a common a commonality. Right. And a mutual respect, perhaps. So then my question would be, if you met a guy online who was in your industry, would you have that same type of quality relationship with him? Like, is that possible? Or is, it, is there something about meeting live in person that makes it better? Um, it's hard to say because I haven't actually met someone in my industry online. 
Okay. Although I have encountered our past coworkers. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're not going to talk about We're that. We're not going to go there. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think it's just better when it's natural and it's not. Okay. Dr- so you don't, you don't know if it's because you work in the same industry and you have more to talk about. There's more commonality there. Or if it's because by meeting in person, you have like context for the relationship. And there are other people who can vouch for this person potentially. <clears throat> Which I find to be enormously helpful when I meet somebody. That's very true. Um, but that's just my observation is I think the highest quality. I, I, I don't really consider any of these past relationships. They weren't even really relationships. Yeah, dates. They, they were simply dates. Right. And maybe series of dates. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. I wouldn't even qualify them really as a true relationship. Right. Um, so you've met nobody online that you've been in a relationship with other than the radiologist. I mean, he asked me to be, I would say that was kind of quasi in between dating and a relationship. Like you were transitioning because he asked me on the third date to be exclusive, which I thought was, you know, he was like DTRing on the third date. (laughs) DTR. (laughs) What is DTR? Uh, oh, define the relationship. Yes. Okay. So somebody, so often... I give the advice to to Kat to not DTR. Don't try to DTR too early in the relationship because it's off-putting and, you know, you don't want to seem desperate or you don't want to send the wrong message or whatever. But that yes. is something that I think that She constantly reminds me of that. But he was the one driving it this time. Oh, weird. Okay. And I was uh, thrilled to reciprocate. Yeah, so, of course. Um, yeah. We want boundaries and we want clarity on what the relationship is. And it, it was great. Right. But then he just didn't talk to me when he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but the men you meet in life, in real life, are you meeting them at work or somewhere else or like at a bar? Where Where are you finding these quality um, in real life men? I, I meet them mostly through work. I think I'm fortunate where I, in my job, yeah. I get to meet a broad array of people. Yeah. Well, um, you're at a certain level and so you're meeting guys who are successful and sometimes eligible that who would be desirable mates. That's true. And that's pretty much how it happened in all cases is mm-hmm. one was kind of an arranged thing. The other one I just happened to meet in a meeting. Arranged? Eh, kind of arranged. It was <laughs> someone I worked with was like, oh, I know set you up. Yeah. That okay. I know this guy and he actually, you know, worked in the same area and worked with my company. But, okay. So. Okay. And yeah. how did that go? Um, he, back to, uh, did we talk, yeah, the 40-year-olds that have never not, been, not been married, married. Yes. no mm-hmm. kids. Is yes. there a name for that? I, 40, I don't know. Like, like, Over like 40. dinks, like dual income, no kids. You oh. never heard that term? Oh, yeah, 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 she yeah. She looks confused. Yeah, yeah. no, di- a, but a dink is somebody who's married, right? A dink is a couple. Right. Dual income, no kid right. couples. Yeah. And then they, um, there's dink wads, like dual income, no kids with a dog. That's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> what is there a name for guys 40, who have not been married? 40-year-old men, no kids. Oh, oh, somebody mentioned this to me the other day. NMNK, not married, no kids. Not married, no kids. NMNK. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. You're right. Well, whatever. So he was over 40 and hadn't been married? Yes. Over 40, no kids, never been married. We really hit it off. Great discussions. Yeah. Um, but he was just emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Is there something about men who are, 
I mean, essentially, these are men who've been bachelors their whole lives. Exactly. Right. Yes. Do you think that that promotes a level of like selfishness or thinking more about themselves before anybody else it's, with people like that? I, I don't mean to be rude to him, but there's no way to sugarcoat it. It's selfish. Right. Right. I mean, he clearly just only thinks about whether his excuse is he's focused on his job or his career or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It's selfish. I will say that. The most changing, the, the most life changing thing for me was having kids. Like getting married was great and life changing as well. But when you have children, you really learn what sacrifice is. It is. And there's no greater and joy. And there's no greater joy than right. your kids. Yeah. And there's also no greater form of self awareness than seeing yourself and your children. <laughs> all their flaws and all their greatness. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that people who haven't had kids just don't have that. I mean, it's a formative experience to have children. And I think that that's something that's lacking with men who haven't been through that. Well, they say that everything's kind of a counterbalance, right? Like you cannot truly experience great joy without uh -huh. experiencing great sorrow. Right. Right. And right. you can't appreciate it. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of a similar mm -hmm. thing. Okay. So you, you met this, you met this guy. It was an arranged date. Yes. And it did not go well ultimately because yeah, he, we had series of dates. Yeah. Series of, yeah. yeah. And, and it sounds like his perspectives on life were very different. Yeah. It we just wrong place, wrong time. I okay. Think. Okay. And you met another guy also through work, and that was also a good relationship. Um, yeah, so far, and we're still talking. So. Oh, okay. So to be determined, but... Yes. yes. Okay, we'll leave it at that then. Yes, let's just leave it at that. Okay, well, that was episode one of season two of Privilege Th Dating. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat.